Hi, I'm Billy Gwaltney, and this is the CYA Podcast. This show is for the physician who understands the importance of protecting everything you've worked so hard to achieve. Each week, I'll bring you tips and advice to help you cut through the clutter and misinformation and show you exactly what you need to preserve your income and way of life. If you're ready to achieve the peace of mind that only financial security can bring, let's get started. Hello, welcome to today's episode of the Cover Your Assets podcast. This is your host, Billy Gwaltney, and as always, I'm uh, happy to be with you today. Today, we're going to cover Principles Benefit Update Rider, how it works, and what your involvement is in making it work. The Benefit Update Rider is a rider that uh, when you go through medical screening, if you're healthy-ish, to get the best definitions, the true specialty on occupation coverage, Principle will allow you to have the ability or the right to increase coverage in the future as your income grows. And so what's important about that is that most people, as their income increases, they're going to want their coverage to reflect a higher amount, right? And so 5000 a month is what most trainees get uh, while they're in training. But once you become an attending, if your income is significantly higher, then that's usually not enough. Principle will let you uh, potentially bump up to as high as 30000 uh, or 20000 depending on your specialty. And there's a formula that they use to calculate how much coverage you can have. So they won't let somebody automatically bump up to 20000 just because they want to or are willing to pay a higher rate. They really don't want people overinsured if they can help it. And so when the principal adds this benefit update rider, what it does, to uh, it allows you to increase coverage every three years you would provide, and at this three-year interval, you provide updated information related to your income, and the underwriter confirms any additional coverage you have available to you at that point. Uh, the coverage increases do not require updated medical screening. That's, that's the first really important feature. So you go through the initial medical screening as a trainee once, and then when you go to increase in the future, you don't have to be as healthy then as you used to be. You don't have to answer any additional medical questions. Also, the additional coverage would include the same trainee discount that's on the original policy. So even though you do the increase, perhaps years after being a graduating from training and now you're an attending, you're always going to get, get that trainee discount on the increase. Uh, that's another important feature to that. In exchange for that, the way principal does this, I say in exchange because it's a bit of a trade-off. When the three-year schedule comes up and you provide that additional information, Whatever additional coverage you're eligible for, principal requires you to accept at least 50% of that increased amount, or they're going to take the benefit update rider off of the policy. And so they really want you to keep pace with where your, your income is. They want you to make sure that your coverage is, is staying on track. And if you didn't want any more, so if you had 5000 a month and three years from now, you're eligible for 15000 a month, they're going to say, well, you need to at least bump up to 10,000 a month. And if you don't do that, at least 10,000, then we're going to require you to stay where you are forever. Now, you can always increase coverage with them or a different company. You would just have to go back through medical screening and get approved for it. And it likely wouldn't include the trainee discount and so forth. So it's just more complicated. And so removing the rider, again, would mean that anytime you wanted to revisit uh, increasing your coverage, you would have to be screened again medically and would likely involve the insurance physical, which if you're a trainee, usually the insurance physical is waived. So when you go to increase coverage again, you would have to, to jump through more hoops to get it. 
Now, there are exceptions to the three-year rule or schedule that principal will allow for an increase uh, soon. One of those, there's certain, I guess you could call them triggering events or life events. One of those would be graduation from training and becoming an attending. Income increases significantly, usually by 50% or more. They'll let you uh, increase sooner than uh, they would not require you to wait to the three-year interval. Also, if you are at an employer where you had group long-term disability and you no longer have it, you switch employers and you don't have group LTD, that's another triggering event where they'll let you increase sooner. It's always good to, to check with, and we're in touch with our clients regularly, to check with your broker, hopefully it's me, but whoever it is, to anytime your income goes up or you switch jobs, just to make sure that Hey, is there more coverage that I could access? This private coverage is is way more valuable than the employer coverage. And so, and I'm not just saying that because I'm the insurance broker. I'm saying that because I've seen what happens at time of claim. Our clients, we do have clients on claim. They collect from their private coverage to, usually as expected, but a lot of times they never see any benefit from their employer policy. So at the time of claim, you're going to want to get your hands on as much of this private coverage as you can get. So the downside to this benefit update is that it, it can hit you at a time when you're not, you know, you're overwhelmed, really busy, don't want to deal with looking into additional coverage, but your anniversary's up, that three-year interval is time to do this, and you have to go through these steps. But it's, it's important to do this to make sure that your coverage is where it needs to be because your family, you and your family are going to count on that if it's ever needed. Now, the steps that are involved for you at this three-year interval or anytime you want to increase is you you e-sign a form. Usually you do it electronically. We, we send the link and principal will send you a link to do that. Uh, we can do it with our clients. We sometimes can send it through DocuSign. It just depends on the situation. So you just e-sign a form really quick. You need to provide an updated snapshot of what your annualized income is currently. Okay. And then you need to provide the details for any group long-term disability you have through your employer. And that means providing the percentage of income covered and the maximum monthly benefit cap. Every group LTD policy that I've ever seen has a, has a cap on it where they'll say we'll pay 60% up to 10,000 per month or 15,000 per month. That information will be on there. Your HR should have that uh, handy for you. Again, sometimes this, you know, the timing of this will hit you at a time when you're, when you don't want to deal with it, it's a nuisance. You don't want to bother with it, especially becomes heightened if a client doesn't know what that information is. They don't know if they have group LTD. They don't know uh, what the details of it are. And it's really important that you know that anyway. And so uh, I don't mean to talk like a parent or anything. Maybe just consider me a brother uh, where I'm like, you know, that, that that's kind of in this business uh, in the in seeing how the insurance uh, world works and the financial world works whenever everything comes crashing down. And making sure that these details are correct, you you want to make sure that you know what you have. And so this information should be handy for you to be able to get. But once you get it, keep it. We keep it on file too, and we can we can help you reference that in the future as well. Uh, but it really shouldn't take you very long to confirm what that information is. And principal will let you know and let us know if you're eligible for more coverage. Now, if we do not go through this process, if you go come up on this three year anniversary, and you just Forget about it, uh, delete it, don't want to do it. That rider is going to be removed from the policy. Okay. So the rider is removed from the policy if you don't accept at least 50% of what you're eligible for. And the rider is also removed if you never respond and don't provide the information 
even if nothing has changed. So you could be earning the same exact income and the same exact employer with the same exact group LTD. You're not eligible for more coverage and you still need to provide that information on this three-year interval for the benefit update rider to stay on your policy. And then if you're not eligible for more, it just rolls forward to another three-year period. And some might say, well, why does that matter? If I'm already maxed out, then why do I need to bother? Well, because things change. Employers change, income changes, needs change. And we've had clients where I had a client back in 20, uh, 20, late 2021 who had kept his same level of principal coverage for a really long time, maybe close to a decade. And then he kind of came into a job situation where his income went up. At the time, he kept the same amount of coverage and he was technically eligible for a little bit more. When the benefit update rider renewal came along, this three-year anniversary came along, he just ditched it. He said he didn't want to do it. And so I said, well, they're going to remove the rider, which they did. He said he understood that, but he he felt like he had adequate insurance and was not going to need more. Uh, but that was based on the way he saw the world at that particular point. Okay. Well, fast forward three years, maybe three or four years later, things changed. He got a better job opportunity where he became a partner in a practice his kids got older and the financial obligations actually increased. Who knew that, right? Um, <laughs> I've got older, I mean, kids go to college, they need cars, they, they, they have expenses. And, and he felt the burden of number one, his income was higher. And number two, they needed it. And he wanted to increase his coverage again. So he comes back to him, he says, hey, Billy, I want to increase my disability coverage. I know I turned it down before, but I'd like to increase it. I said, sure, we can do it. We have to redo the medical screening because the rider was off the policy. And he said, okay, no problem. Well, he filled out the form to have his coverage increased and the benefit update rider added back because he saw it as much more valuable now. And who knew, but apparently he had started seeing a neurologist about some headaches he was having. And he also started seeing a counselor because of the added stress. And both of those things combined to be a little more significant than I think he thought they were, or at least the medical records communicated something a little more significant. And principal couldn't let him increase his coverage. So number one, he could not increase his coverage. And number two, he did not get the benefit update rider added onto his policy. So he had it. He was approved. He was healthy as a horse when he bought this policy a decade ago, let the benefit update rider go thinking it's not going to be an issue. And he went back to get it. He can't get it. And not only can he not get the rider back, but he can't increase his coverage. So he's stuck where he was. Now, hopefully things are going to improve and he can revisit and increase again, but we don't know. And so he added on risk that he didn't have to add on. And it was just because he, in that particular point, caught him at a bad time, maybe on a bad day at a time when he was just like, I'm done with insurance. I don't want any, I'm not going to need any more. That was a pretty short-sighted response because plans change and life changes and things change. So I just say that as kind of a cautionary tale. I've had this happen. Other times we have plenty of clients that want to get more coverage. And for whatever reason, a health uh, situation is, has come, uh, has cropped in and uh, it's not easy to get. It's much more complicated. You would want to make sure that you have this benefit update rider. If you have it, just provide the information. It's, it's easy to get. I know it's, it might, again, the timing may not be perfect, but I'll help you through that in any way I can and make that as easy as possible. 
and uh, this this information once it's provided, we'll have that we'll have the additional coverage to you, and you'll be able to decide from there. Hope you found this helpful. Uh, just provide uh, hoping to provide some more oversight or, or input as far as how the benefit update rider works and why it's important. And uh, feel free to text me or call me anytime. Uh, be happy to arrange a conversation with you. My number is 704-270-2376. Again, 704-270-2376. Grateful for your time. Until we meet again, this is Billy Gwalton. Take care. This is the podcastfactory.com.